1996, Bill Gates said, content is king. And boy was he right. Three decades later, it still occupies the throne. For lawyers, law firms, and companies serving the legal industry, content marketing and thought leadership marketing are must if they want to build their books of business or increase their revenues. Hi, I'm Wayne Pollock. I'm a former AmLaw 50 senior associate who discovered the world of content marketing and thought leadership marketing and hasn't looked back. In each episode of this podcast, I interview lawyers and legal industry in-house marketers who are doing big things with their content marketing and thought leadership marketing. This is Legally Contented. Welcome to episode number 21 of Legally Contented. I'm your host, Wayne Pollock. This is a practice pointer episode where I give you some food for thought that hopefully helps you and your colleagues do bigger things with your content marketing and thought leadership marketing efforts. In this episode, here's why you'll never have to worry about spilling your special sauce when you create thought leadership content. Sometimes when I talk to lawyers about a particular thought leadership marketing or business development project, they are concerned. They get worried that they might be spilling their special sauce in their thought leadership and they don't want to give away the goods for free. When they come to me with that response, I tell them the following. You never have to worry about spilling your special sauce in your thought leadership content. Your special sauce in terms of how you handle legal matters for your clients is based on three things. It's based on the knowledge of the area of law that you practice. It's based on the wisdom that you bring to the table based on your experience and your time practicing law and the facts and circumstances of your client's particular legal disputes. When you combine knowledge and wisdom and a client's facts and circumstances, you then have your special sauce. You have put the three together and you move forward because you know now how to proceed based on those three factors. When you're writing thought leadership content, you don't have that third factor. You don't have facts and circumstances. Yeah, you bring your knowledge and yeah, you bring your wisdom, but you don't bring the facts and circumstances of a particular client matter. So if you look at the types of thought leadership that lawyers typically write, when you're looking at legal developments such as new cases or new legislation or administrative agency actions, a lawyer can bring to the table, can bring to their piece of content, their knowledge and their wisdom and not have to worry about getting into their special sauce because they don't have a client's particular circumstances and facts that are causing the lawyer to have to apply the knowledge and wisdom to the facts and circumstances. The lawyer is just commenting on what a legal development is. When you move to the more evergreen content, like five ways to ensure your FCPA internal investigation goes smoothly, yeah, now you might be getting a bit more into the facts and circumstances of particular client situations, but you don't have to go that far, right? You were talking about a particular situation, which is an internal investigation regarding perhaps FCPA violations, but you can still stay broad. You are not going too in-depth because there are no client facts and circumstances that you are going to get into because you don't have a client that you're talking about. Now, sometimes some law firms want to dive into what I would call a how we did it type piece of content where they are going to write a thought leadership article about how they tackled a particular client situation, a particular client legal dispute. And in those instances, yeah, now you're getting close to that line because you are going to have a particular client's facts and circumstances. But if you're writing that piece of content 
guess what? You can take a step back. You don't have to get too far into the client's facts and circumstances. You can keep it broad so you are not getting into the exact unique facts and circumstances that when combined with your wisdom and your knowledge might lead to you disclosing some of your special sauce. Now, obviously, most thought leadership content is not going to go that far into the facts and circumstances because most clients don't want to have their legal issues discussed in that manner for the purposes of a law firm's marketing and business development efforts. And of course, you have to deal with the ethics issues of client confidentiality, and it's not even worth it to go there. So that's why you're not going to be spilling your special sauce in your thought leadership content. Well, that's a wrap for this Practice Pointer episode. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you received some value from the episode, please leave a review for us on your favorite podcast platform and maybe tell one, two, or even 10 of your colleagues about the podcast. If you have a content marketing or thought leadership marketing topic you would like us to discuss on a future Practice Pointer episode, please email us at hello at legallycontented.com. Hello at legallycontented.com. Until next time, thanks again for tuning in to Legally Contented.